This is Incoming, a universal basic income podcast. I'm Amanda Hall. Hello, welcome to the second episode of Incoming, a universal basic income podcast. I'm still Amanda Hall, a graduate student at the University of Pennsylvania School of Social Policy and Practice, studying social policy and data analytics. All views expressed in this podcast are my own and don't necessarily reflect those of the University of Pennsylvania. Today, I want to take you on a journey. Along the way, we'll visit California, Switzerland, Maine, South Africa, and New Jersey. We'll consider thought leaders such as Facebook execs, former presidents, and mixed martial arts commentators. And who's guiding the way? Everyone's favorite search engine, Google. That's because this episode's central question is, what makes America pay attention? See, I wanted to understand how public interest in UBI has changed over time and why, and Google search terms offer a window into that. Thanks to publicly available data from Google, we can get a sense of what topics are on the brains and computer screens of a lot of people. So I did a little digging into how searches for the phrase universal basic income in the U.S. have fluctuated. And then I tracked down the corresponding events that were likely to have contributed to the upticks. Quick note on methodology. I looked at a Google Trends graph of relative search volume for the phrase universal basic income over the last five years. I also looked at related search terms to make sure I wasn't really missing anything. Turns out if you search UBI, the search volume is much higher, but you also get some noise from People searching for things like Ubi Caritas, which is a hymn, or the Ubi Club, which is the Ubisoft gaming company's rewards program. In a graph of a five-year time frame, Google Trends reports relative search volume each week on a scale from 0 to 100. The week with the highest search volume is assigned 100. So again, note that this is relative volume, not raw volume. So essentially, each week's score is calculated in comparison to the one week with the very highest amount of traffic over the entire five-year period. And spoiler alert, that week occurred this year, earlier in 2020. But before we get there, let's travel back to 2015-2016. It was a pretty stressful time in our country, and we had a lot on our minds, Leading up to and soon following the election, people were not really spending much time looking up universal basic income, but it was getting some coverage. The first time search volume approaches a 20 on the scale is June 2016. That was when the Swiss public voted to reject a move towards UBI. A piece from The Economist discussing the news from Switzerland and offering a primer on UBI came out soon after, which is a likely contributing factor to the spike in American interest. To give you a sense of the content of that article, its concluding sentence was, while a universal basic income might well be a key part of the welfare state several decades down the road, it will take much more evidence that robots are stealing jobs and more hardship for workers to convince people in most countries to embrace such a radical step. Of course, the author had no way of knowing that severe hardship for workers was in store much sooner than decades down the road. The next uptick comes after the election. December 2016 was a notable month for the concept of UBI, with search volume hitting 31 on our scale. On the 8th of that month, the Economic Security Project announced it would be dedicating $10 million to basic income research over the next two years. According to their website, the Economic Security Project is, quote, 
a network to support exploration and experimentation of a guaranteed income. And you'll hear their name again before the end of this episode. Chris Hughes, a co-founder of Facebook and supporter of the project, confirmed that Donald Trump's election created a greater sense of urgency for the research efforts. Now, following the graph along, let's skip ahead a little to late May 2017. Search volume hits a new record high of 42 relative points after Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg name drops it in his Harvard commencement speech. Hey, there's Facebook coming up again. Not a coincidence. Silicon Valley has been a high-profile locus of support for UBI in recent years, as tech industry insiders envision an automated future that doesn't require as many workers. You could interpret this as generosity of spirit or a guilty conscience, but there's self-interest in the equation too. The people tech CEOs plan to make obsolete are also a key customer base. If you have something to sell, you need people to have money to buy. While I'm talking about supporters of UBI, I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention the Movement for Black Lives, who added it to their reparations platform back in 2016, but this doesn't appear to have gotten as much media coverage. After the hype from the Zucker speech, there's a dip back under 20 until we see a couple bumps in February and April 2018, but big news comes in mid-July 2018. That's when the search volume breaks the 50-point mark for the first time. Why? Probably has something to do with a man, you might have heard of him, named President Barack Obama. He mentioned UBI in his speech at the 2018 Nelson Mandela Annual Lecture in Johannesburg on July 17, 2018. While discussing technology's disruption of the labor market, he said, quote, We're going to have to consider new ways of thinking about these problems, like a universal income, review of our work week, how we retrain our young people, how we make everybody an entrepreneur at some level. But we're going to have to worry about economics if we want to get democracy back on track. End quote. This high is followed by a six-month slump in search volume that's eventually broken by two major events. The first is one of the most significant milestones in UBI history. The Stockton Economic Empowerment Demonstration, or SEED, begins in February 2019. This is a big deal. It's a basic income trial championed by Stockton Mayor Michael Tubbs and funded by the Economic Security Project. Remember them? They're the same organization that made a splash in December 2016 with their pledge to fund basic income research. The initiative gives 125 residents of Stockton, California, $500 a month, no strings attached. The $500 level isn't random. A key talking point among UBI advocates is the statistic that 40% of Americans would rely on credit to cover a $400 emergency. The duration of this trial was originally going to be 18 months, but actually it's recently been extended. More on that later. The other driver of traffic in February 2019 is Joe Rogan's two-hour-long interview of then-presidential candidate Andrew Yang, which aired on the podcast The Joe Rogan Experience on February 12, 2019. A freedom dividend, which is what Yang called his proposal for a $1,000 per month UBI, was the centerpiece of his campaign. That interview catapulted Yang into eligibility for the televised Democratic primary debates, helping him quickly reach the minimum 65,000 individual donors. I'll note here that the top three related searches that Google Trends lists for our five-year data span all include Yang's name, and he remains closely linked to the public discussion of UBI in the U.S. 
Another huge jump and new record high search volume rating of 66 comes the next month in March 2019, when a bill was introduced in the Maine State Senate to establish an exploratory UBI committee. It eventually passed and was signed by the governor three months later. Earlier that month, Mayor Ross Baraka of Newark, New Jersey, had also announced his intentions to explore a UBI pilot along the lines of seed in Stockton. We're almost to the 100-point week, but one more spike first. February 2020. Search volume shot back up above 60 right after Andrew Yang suspended his campaign for president on February 11th, and The Daily Show with Trevor Noah aired a piece on his freedom dividend and the concept of UBI on February 12th. Finally, the week of March 15th through 21st, 2020, marked the week with the highest search volume by far within the last five years. Traffic that week shot up on March 17th. That's the day the White House announced its proposal for a $1 trillion coronavirus relief package, which included $250 billion in direct cash transfers to Americans. This would become the CARES Act. On that same day, March 17th, Andrew Yang tweeted that he had been in touch with the administration about the cash transfers, putting out the following statement, quote, I'm pleased to see the White House adopt our vision of putting money directly into the hands of hardworking Americans. It's unfortunate to see this development take place under the current circumstances, but this is exactly what universal basic income is designed to do, offer a way to ensure that Americans can make ends meet when they need it most. End quote. Searches remained pretty high in April, bouncing between a score of 40 and 60, but fell back into the teens for much of May, and they haven't risen above 35 since then. Stockton Mayor Michael Tubbs announced on May 28th that the seed payments would be extended until January 2021, but this news didn't seem to make much of an impact on the search volume in the current news climate. Same with a late June press release from the Economic Security Project announcing the launch of Mayors for a Guaranteed Income, which is, quote, a new project that brings together a network of mayors to explore cash-based policies in their cities while also advocating for a guaranteed income at the federal level. End quote. So now that we're caught up to the present, let's circle back to the question we were trying to answer. What makes America pay attention? Based on this review, the three main triggers seem to be comments from public figures like politicians, CEOs, and Joe Rogan, high-profile media coverage, or relevance to one's bank account. The pandemic has us reimagining a lot of aspects of the social contract and what it means to be safe in America. Universal basic income and related policies like direct cash transfers are getting comfy on some key players' agendas. What happens next isn't totally clear, but... Wherever public engagement with this idea goes, Google and I will be tracking it. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for writing the bumpy Google search trendline with me. Remember that you can always email comments, questions, and topic suggestions to incomingpod at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you. Well, until next time, remember, what we take in, so to we share out. Bye!